Uh, and of course the cat runs. Jasper, come back. I'm gonna give you more treats. Okay, give me one more second to lure the... Ah, dang it. Give me one more second. Oh no, it's Jake Cherry Engineering today and Jake says no, Whatever. it says 3.30 on the clock. Whatever. I must begin. We're doing it. Oh my lord. Great way to start. <laughs> Here we go. Hey everybody, I'm Kai Rizal. It's kind of a classic start to uh, what may or may not be a classic episode. I don't know. Uh, This podcast is called Make Me Smart. Uh, The tagline is where we make today make sense. And special bonus tagline, it is a thousand times today that we have done that, which is insane. (sighs) Wild, right? So wild. And I'm Kimberly Adams. That was Kai Rizdal. I don't think you actually identified yourself. But people in the know know. If, if, if if, If they don't know by now, what are they even doing? I know, right? So thank you, everybody, for joining us for Economics on Tap for our 1,000th episode. We are so happy to have you t- with us to mark this extra special milestone. So as I said, today's a special day because it's 1,000. And also, shockingly, I know to many in the audience, Shocking. there's a special surprise guest on the pod today. Drum roll. Come on, come on. Probably not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you look exactly the same. Yay, Molly. Great. That's what I'm going for. Exactly the same. Just never <laughs> exactly the same. change at all. Oh, my God. You guys look never. exactly the same, except you have so many balloons. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here. What a great day. Yes. Also, wow, I forgot how, like, stressful it is to, like, get your news story in and just like, have your I drink know, ready right? and, like, oh, a little bit. my God. A little bit. A little bit. Oh, right. As, as predicted. What a treat. As predicted, the YouTube chat loves Happy you. Happy thousandth. Uh, Everybody's so happy. Chat is blowing up. Yay! (laughs) Hey, gang. Hey, gang. All the hearts. All the hearts. Okay, so this is episode 1000. Yes. Yes. Episode 1000. Now, before we get to what everybody is drinking, uh, we want to know how many of you in the chat are newsletter subscribers, because if you are, you may have received (laughs) a free Make Me Smart bingo card. There were like three versions of it, actually. So have a look. And so feel free if you didn't print it out yet, you, you know, you can go and hustle and do it now and then you can play along and if you haven't subscribed yet you can do so at you know marketplace.org newsletters also if you were in the newsletter you probably saw that my specialty cocktail for the event is the mollywood mocktail yay, <laughs> yay. play along so, play along i know right i will i will say i did mix a little bit of tequila <laughs> In the actual thing, uh, she but, do, uh, since we since we last met, friends, I have gone full yes. sober curious. Yay! And so she, yeah, I just finally was like, Thanks. this makes me feel like crap. Like there's no, you know, there's no other higher reason whatsoever. I was just like, for you. I don't feel like I like this, and now I feel way better. And obvious conclusions like that are super irritating because <laughs> wine is nice. But I was like, oh, look at that. Good I have all this you. energy and I feel amazing. And I, but I did, br- I mean, I have a fun drink that I'll get to in a second. And more importantly, I came prepared. Banana oh beers. my God, oh, I forgot my shirt. Oh, kill me. Oh my God. Oh, Molly <laughs> wins the pod. I remembered my Jasper tumbler. Oh my God. Molly yep. wins the pod. Yep. You think I still don't have my <laughs> banana pit? They have shrunk a little, I will say. Luckily, mm, I haven't been drinking, have. so I still fit in them. There you go. Nice. An- another added benefit, pants. by the way. I was just Rocking the pants. Another added benefit. 
Uh, all right, but I'm so, happy that uh, I was able to introduce you to the non-alcoholic tequila, yes. which is part she of this She was like, there's yeah. non-alcoholic tequila. I was like, you got to be kidding me. As always, Kimberly really changing the game. Orange sex. And so, yeah, nice, that's, what, nice, the, that's nice. what this cocktail is. It has non-alcoholic tequila, non-alcoholic orange liqueur, so orange sec, um, some chili peppers, and an orange for garnish because my C li Molly likes a spicy cocktail. So Molly gets a sp spicy yeah. mocktail. I could not nice. say that three times Very fast nice. if I tried. Or what are you drinking, Molly? Mockish. Mockish. Molly, yeah, what are you drinking? It's, it's been a day. I, I went for the Mexicoke, uh, Batanga-esque. Mm, with a lime, but I made my very own chamoy rim dip. I don't know if you're Ooh. familiar with this. Well, I don't even know what it's that is. The, well, if you've ever gotten a michelada, which is like yes. beer. Yeah, it's the it's the sort of sweet and spicy stuff that they put on the rim. And I made it by melting down. My son has been into chamoy and these little tamarind gummies. So perfectly, not not the weed kind. Luckily, I had all the things I needed. So I melted down these little jelly candies, put some chamoy sauce in there, some fresh lime juice and some tamarind, uh, no, tagine spices. So, so, sorry, wait, you melted down little jelly candies? Yeah. Look, it's I don't know. You say that Look, like that's so, normal. And then I put the dip, it, it's so messy that I have to have a plate. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a situation. So I'm going to try this real quick and then switch to my straw. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my God, more power to you. Amazing. Very sticky. Is it sticky. good? Yeah. Look, Very sticky. It's so sticky. Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just a mess. Yeah, no. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it was a big adventure. I brought some water also. Yeah. Oh, my lordy be. Chamoy rim dip. That is too funny. I made a little, I okay. even, like, I'm going to make a little reel out of it to help promote this episode. There nice. All about the Instagram there you go. Anyway, that's what I did. Bye-bye. Kai? Perfect. Perfect. Oh, Do I'm you have a glass beer? of water. Cause I, no, I, I have a soccer game later, and I'm having a glass of water. So I know, nice. I know, I know. Nice and healthy. Also, what, though, like, if you want it, to yeah. really rock a soccer game, have a Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, also, All it's right. probably good for me to hydrate because it's 105 degrees in the shed. So, you know, there you go. Um, it's yeah, all good. That's it's all good. Too. It's all good. I all got right. a story Let's, about uh, that for later. Yeah, okay, then. Okay. Uh, let's do some news. Actually, Kimberly, why don't you go first? Well, but we skipped what everybody else oh, is drinking. What, oh, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So uh, I was cracking up earlier because Verbena from the West Coast in the Discord is drinking tequila because they say that of all the cocktail ingredients that I listed, the only one they had was tequila. So it's the Mollywood mocktail in the cocktail version minus most of the ingredients. But tequila yay um so uh, lots of people drinking waters actually and bubba nerd is is in on the dihydrogen monoxide uh jody pritchard is drinking bees knees oh, with uh, angelic gin boxed rosé that amber bradshaw has love it uh let's see carl strauss Octo strauss oktoberfest that Mike is drinking, mm -hmm. and Shelly has a Prosecco to party because you can't stand champagne. So, love oh, it. Everybody's nice. having fun Wait, tonight. I just, I just saw a Hetty Topper go by. Hold on a minute. Here gets the Hetty Topper. Uh, WW, Hetty Topper purchased at the brewery. So, there you go. All right. That's good beer. Hmm. <sighs> I'll have one after the game. Uh, All right. Okay. Let us do some news. Kimberly, go ahead. Okay. So, you know, because all of us are the space people on the 
you know, party today. I wanted to do a space story. So there was a story on space.com and I'm just going to read the headline. NASA's Perseverance Mars Rover wraps up Moxie oxygen making experiment. So unbeknownst to me, exactly right amongst the various things that the mars perseverance rover had on board is a machine that was extracting oxygen from the martian atmosphere so that yes yes so in the future like they can make their own oxygen on mars that's cool so let me just um say explain how this works okay so do 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 let me scroll down scroll down how does it do it Science science is how it does it. It's in the article. It's in the show notes. But anyway, it's something about splitting atoms. But it successfully has made like a decent amount of oxygen. Uh, According, the mission is now complete. The device has produced a total of 122 grams of Martian oxygen, roughly the amount a small dog breathes in 10 hours and twice as much as scientists thought Moxie could make during its tenure. At its most efficient, Moxie produced 12 grams of the life-sustaining element every hour and the oxygen it made was at least 98% pure, numbers that bode well for the future, scaled up efforts that could support human exploration of the red planet. So okay, exciting, wait, sorry. Right? I have to, I, I, it's super exciting. It's really cool. I have two stupid questions. Number one is they can't bring it back, right? There's no recovery for any of the stuff that's up there yet, right? So it's all staying there? Yeah, right. but they know how they made it. And so. Well, no, like, I know. I know. I just, it, would be, it would be cool to have Martian oxygen on Earth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it would be cool. Yes. But also, <laughs> is. Okay, this is a really stupid question, and you're going to yell at me, but it's not really all that stupid. Is Martian oxygen the same as, as Earth oxygen? I mean, it's an element, it's probably so I would a little have to different. imagine, yes. It's, I, but it's I don't maybe know. the water. I mean, it's O2, oh, and, right? So and I guess by the, the way, question is, I messed did they up. bring it's not the water splitting or atoms. It's not splitting yeah. atoms, as Bailey points out in the chat. It's splitting molecules, not atoms, because that's a whole go. other thing. Um, whole other thank you, boom. Bailey. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, I think they're really straight pulling it because there is some oxygen in Mars's atmosphere. It's just not the density that we need to like breathe it, I think, I think, I think. But anyway, so there's an article. It's in there. But this is useful. All right. The, 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 the chat clearly thinks I'm an idiot, but I love you. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, uh, okay. I don't know. I, would, so, I think it could be like a little. I think that's not an unreasonable question from a layperson. It's not. Let me just say. It's sort of like moon Let rocks. Let me just say. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which, as it turns out, are different. I mean, they're the same, but they're different. <sighs> anyway. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Edward, Hammer, I'm Edward okay. Hammer says in the chat, missed out on calling it Moxygen. Mars, uh, oxygen, oxygen, because oh, it's so moxie. That's very good. It's moxie. not too late. It's not too late. Love it. Moxygen. Thank you, moxygen. Edward. Done. Boom. Okay. TM. Drop the mic. Uh, okay. I'm just super quick going to go with uh, the space thing here just to, to uh, continue with the theme and also because I thought that was interesting because we've talked about SpaceX and Starship and all that stuff a little bit. So the, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, because we told you, uh, SpaceX basically blew up their launch pad when they launched that ginormous rocket uh, a number of months ago and did all kinds of damage, and it was a very not good scene. Now the FAA has ordered SpaceX to take dozens of steps before future Starship flights. So those of us who were hoping that that thing would fly again soon, uh, it's not happening, which is kind of a bummer because it's a super cool, super cool looking machine. I think it's very just awesome, but 
Anyway. I mean, is it kind of so, a bummer considering that they just like sort of incinerated well, like thousands and well, thousands of animals and plants by not following any rules to, and then like ruin their own pad and maybe finally at long last regulators are starting to like pay attention and do some stuff. No. You know. But also know. big okay. ship, I get it. <laughs> what? Okay, here we go. This is this should I'm be on a, this should be on a bingo card somewhere. <laughs> What, what Molly said. Okay. So, uh, in, in, yeah, okay. Uh, so here's my actual thing. So I've been watching a lot of tennis because U.S. Open and it's always great tennis and they play late at night and it's only 8.30 at night here on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast and it's super fun. Anyway, so yesterday, Coco Goff, who was 19 years old, uh, the American favorite for that tournament, was in the middle of the second set and climate protesters uh, stopped the event uh, they were arrested, uh, except one guy glued his feet to uh, the stadium floor or the seating floor, and it took them 47 minutes to restart the match. So climate protests, yes, excellent. But here we have world-caliber athletes interrupted in the middle of their thing. Coco goes on to win, and then she's asked about it at the end of the um, uh, match at the press conference, and here's what she said. You know, I always speak about uh, preaching, you know, you know, preaching about what you feel and what you believe in. And it was done in a peaceful way. So I can't get too mad of it. Obviously, I don't want it to happen when I'm up or winning up six, four, one, zero. I wanted the momentum to keep going. But hey, if you, that's what they felt that they needed to do to get their voices heard, I can't really get upset at it. I thought that was amazingly gracious. I just thought yeah. that was great. That's it. She that's just pretty much continues cool. to be. Yeah. Like one of the greatest yeah. things happening totally. in America right now. Totally. Fantastic. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly Wood, you're up. I brought a super quick news item. There was a, um, okay. I have two links, but they're the same story in classic fashion. Mm. Nothing really, I look fashion. the same. Nothing and I changes. Think the same. One is that literally right before the show, there was like this brand new uh, scorecard that came out for the first time since the Paris Climate Accords were signed that basically said like, yeah, we're not, we have avoided most likely worst case climate scenarios, but we have not done enough. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I went off to do, to make climate the second half yeah. of my career. So just like, in case you are just getting caught so up I, right I, this minute and I, didn't I see the, the announcement. I want to get the plug in here, actually. Let's get the yes. plug in here, right? All right. Thank Please you. Please do. Yeah, um, well, I have a new podcast. Everybody in the pool is the name of the show and it spotlights climate solutions, full stop. Like it's entrepreneurs, it's business people who are turning their careers to this. It's very much in the vein of marketplace because it is like about these capitalist solutions that frankly, rich people have to adopt or upper middle class people have to adopt so that pretty soon they become the standards for everybody. So you can find it at everybodyinthepool.com. Okay, but then the cool thing that is super marketplacey is that I saw today a, an interesting story about how um, African leaders have proposed what a lot of people think is kind of a silver bullet in the climate fight, which is a carbon tax, a global carbon tax, saying hmm. among other things, the proceeds from a tax like this need to go to help developing countries who have been hit first and hardest by climate change, even though they emit hardly anything compared to the US and China uh, yeah. um, and increasingly India. And so there's just been these moves. There's the, the prime minister of Barbados actually is this amazing woman, Mia Motley, who has proposed like a complete overhaul of the way the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund uh, work in order to create this kind of funding for developing nations to help them deal with these impacts of climate change. 
And now you have, you know, African leaders proposing this carbon tax. And I, my whole deal is like, once the money starts moving, we're going to get this stuff fixed. This is big. I love optimism on this show. It's like the complete hey, counter. I'm sitting to... right here. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy to hear this, Molly. This is great news. Yes, thank you for this. Solution. Thank you for bringing oh a ray God. of sunshine into my world. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like I'll just oh show my myself out now. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and put my little envelope back up here. And... <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. All right. We saw nothing. Okay, so that is, we saw nothing. But that is it for the news. We're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we're going to add even more people to the pool. And Drew oh Drostad is going to Everybody lead us in, in a game, right. everybody nice. in the pool, of Would You Rather. So we are going to be right back. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. We are back. Molly Wood is here. A thousand episodes Yay. of this podcast. Can you bleep and believe it? Also here, I don't know if Drew's been around for all thousand, but no, well, no, because he's not here on Monday through Wednesday. Anyway, I'll stop talking to myself. <laughs> Drew Jostat, the game today is Would You Rather? Yeah, and it's a 1,000 themed game. So to kick it off, would you rather read a thousand books or watch a thousand movies? Molly, you go first. Mm, I would rather a read books a, a thousand books. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but the movie thing, you just have to sit there. Like the books are more yeah. portable. You could be in multiple locations. It seems like oh, a more flexible true. undertaking. And you could do audiobooks. The movie thing feels like it just makes my butt hurt to think about it. Like you just got to sit there right. for so many I hours. Right. I think that's right. Uh, I'm going to say books too, actually. I'm going to say books too. I will take on that extra work. Yeah, I'm going to say books also just because you fit more content and interesting and, and fun story in a thousand books than you can in a thousand mm -hmm. movies. And so like, if that's all you've got, I'm going to go with a thousand books in my imagination. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally fair. Totally fair. 
Would you rather get an extra thousand dollars every week for a year, or have a thousand extra hours in every year? <gasps> you monster! Wow. <laughs> okay, so wait, so so hold on. Let's do a little. I, I can't do the math on how many hours there are Can in a year, but in a in the average work year, there's somewhere between seventeen hundred and fifty and two thousand hours. So that's the average work year. I'm Just taking hours, hands down. Knowledge. Hands down taking hours. Are you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because this is what my dad so, used so to Drew- say. He said, you can always make more money. You can never make more time. And so if I have the option to make more time, I'm taking the time. Tell me again how often you get the $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> once a week for a year. Oh, once a week for a year. <laughs> so fifty-two thousand extra dollars. So fifty-two thousand dollars compared to a thousand <laughs> extra hours for that one same year. Yeah. The prompt says every year, which makes me think it might mean every year for the rest of your life. You I get don't the fifty-two thousand. Or the no, he's talking hours. So both. It's either it's got to be one or they these have to be symmetrical. You can't have one like, or the other. Right, okay, right, let's say right. one year. Yeah. So one year. And okay, I think yeah. that okay, works so out to about year. like about an extra 9 weeks, like a 1000 hours is that how long that is? Yeah, I'm taking the money for sure. 8 weeks. I'm that's going to buy me. That's going to buy me a bunch of time later. At 5% yeah. on those 3 right. month T bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no question. <laughs> You never let the marketplace leave your heart. You can heart. tell someone oh, that. Someone went, someone went also went to be an investor, right? Like, you yes. took the marketplace, yeah. you added a little, you threw oh in a little BC, God. and all of a sudden you got like, yeah. she's like yeah. compounding yeah. interest conversations. Yeah. I'm taking the money. I'm taking the money too. Oh, uh, man. All right, Drew, Paul well, in Minnesota says, if you have a thousand more hours, you need more money to do fun stuff during that right. time. Right. That's true too. Which is fair. Which is fair. All right, what's next? Would you rather gain a thousand followers on social media or have a thousand dollars magically appear in your bank account? Thousand dollars. Yeah, dollars. (laughs) Yeah. More followers, more more followers, more trouble. All right, wait. More followers where? I had to pop out for a minute. What's the question? A thousand followers or a thousand dollars? Oh, money, please. A thousand followers. (laughs) I have never seen people respond with such unanimity and quickness as they are saying that they would take the money. Times have (laughs) changed. They were all just like, that's really funny, actually. Yeah, times have changed for sure. Do you remember that website Clout where people for a while were like actually trying to measure how much clout you had based on social media? And now it's just like, yeah, whatever. All right, okay, Drew. what's next? All right, would you rather travel a thousand years into the past or a thousand years into the future? Oh, a thousand years. I feel like this is a tough one for our history like, buff here. Well, no, I'm going to say no because because the year, you know, 1023 was grim and oh. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, I'd go back point. like a couple of hundred years. I'd go back 50, 60, 80 years. I don't think and I'm see, I definitely would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. No, you uh, definitely I'm, would I'm not. I'm going. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. Yeah, no, you definitely. Would not. Same. I just I'm, need to know. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go future because thousand like 1032, and we didn't have like antibiotics. Yeah. And given that my immune right. system is garbage, I don't think I would right. like last five seconds in that environment. So right. future and fingers crossed and hope for the best. 
Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you True. rather do 1,000 more live stream episodes of Make Me Smart <laughs> or 1,000 more live in-person episodes? Oh, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. It would probably kill us because I would be having yeah. too many beers in front of too many people. But, but uh, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would definitely take the live shows. I would definitely take the live shows in a heartbeat. Which, it was which, a lot which, of fun. If anybody in our corporate overlords offices are listening to this, do not take that to mean we will do anything anywhere. I keep needing to say that, but people need to hear it just for the record. But we haven't done any more since Seattle, so it's not like they're overburdening us with it yet. Yet. Yet was what yet. I said. Yet. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Molly's just like, I would take hmm. the live shows over a reasonable period of time, shall we say. There you go. There you go. Molly, what about you? <laughs> huh? uh, I, I mean, I guess given the chance, I would choose live shows. It's so fun. Yeah, okay. It was, it was just fun. Yeah. Super get everybody fun. out of the fun. sheds and garages and right. bedrooms and stuff. Like, right. let's go. Yes. Absolutely. For sure. The world Absolutely. awaits. Yes. Yep. Now, is this the all one right. where we do a poll, Drew? There's no, no that's, poll. that's all Can't I do got. I don't think I have a poll. Oh, that was it. We're not even You're doing it? a poll. Okay, well, screw it. Everybody was playing ends, along ends, anyway. Ends not with a bang, but with a whimper. Somebody hit the music. <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll know we're actually done. All right, so look, that was the thousandth episode. We're almost done. But uh, before we go, here's what some of you had to say uh, about your favorite moments from the last 1,000 times we have done this podcast. Hey, guys, this is... James Hobbs out of LaGrange, Georgia. Wanted to congratulate you on a thousand shows and let you know my favorite show has to be episode 133. One of my all-time favorites was the very early episode which you interviewed George Lakoff. I had to look through previous voice memos sent to remember a show from July 7th, 2020 about how school and daycare closures affect families. I was going on a road trip with the family and that morning... Uh, your your podcast downloaded to the phone, and who else would it be but my sister, Susie Baker? And I had no <laughs> idea she was going to be on the show. Early on, you had an interview mm. with the Columbia River boat pilot, and uh, that, was that was such so a cool early. episode. Uh, and then when you made the shift to a daily podcast during the pandemic, that information and candor helped make me smart about COVID-19 and reinforced the notion that we were all in this together. I think it's hmm. still essential listening. I refer it to people all the time. And for the record, Kai, you still owe us a rendition of The Gambler. And could you just go watch NeverEnding Story for Kimberly already? Thanks for all you guys do. <laughs> Looking forward to a thousand more. Okay. We can take and The Gambler now, Kai. Go for it. You got to know when to We can do a medley. No way. Hey, he's doing it. He's no win or run. No, I'm not. I'm just doing it. Sort of you know, go for it. You were doing so well. Uh, oh, stop it. I, I foolishly we called attention it. to it. That's on me. That's my fault. That's, that's my bad. That's right. I'm out of practice. I'm, 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 I forgot you got to let him I am an introvert, you know. I am an introvert, you know. <laughs> let him quietly <laughs> oh do his thing God. in the corner and not call attention to it. That's, that's okay. right. That's right. <laughs> I was supposed to identify who was in that tape. That was James in Georgia, Lindsay and Mickey in Virginia, Susanna and Elizabeth in California. And thank you to everybody who sent in your awesome. memories and your thoughts uh, about your our time on Make Me Smart. It's been great. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, all right. So we are, we are done for today. Thank you all for uh, listening for all these thousand episodes 
God, 2017, six years, thousand episodes. Uh, and for joining us today to celebrate, and for Molly Wood for taking time Yay! out of your new busy second chapter of your life. You are, Thanks, as always, Molly Wood, awesome. We miss you. Thanks, man. We miss, miss you. you. <sighs> <laughs> Make is. Me Smart is there produced is. by Courtney Bergseeker. Today's episode was engineered by Jake Cherry. Our intern is Neil Farshabandi. Drew Jostad wrote the theme music for our Friday game. The team behind the live stream is Emily McCune and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcasts. And Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand. And since I don't think anybody got bingo, St. Louis, Missouri, inflation, history is cool <laughs> for my news fix. Uh, hey, kids, get off my lawn. Jasper, all the way you empty. Dead ceiling. You it's are horrible. Too funny. Oh <laughs> Bless my their God. hearts. You are funny. You are funny. <laughs> well it's done. Horrible. Very well done. Very well done. Oh, snap. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.